What's it going to be today? Skyline three-way or cheese conies? Hmm, that's a tough one. I know. Give me a Skyline three-way and cheese conies. Problem solved. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into a new edition of the Going Deep Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Masseri, here with Mike Bunt and producer AJ to do our one and only, we only do one here on the Going Deep Podcast, the one and only live mock draft, trades, everything, the whole shebang. So really looking forward to this edition. It's going to be a real doozy, but we'll be right back with you shortly, right after this. Josh Allen, looking deep, going deep. To me, talking about the Bills, what else would you rather be doing? We're hoping to add a, a new dimension to the Cover One Network. Slings it deep downfield, and it's Right now, I just want to talk about this championship level. I've never had a championship caliber team to talk about. I want to focus more on the storylines each week. What are the big stories going on with the Bills? What are uh, thoughts, commentary? How do these things impact Buffalo? Deep drop. Deep throw, and it is pulled in for the touchdown. Allen deep to the end zone, and caught for a touchdown. Play action. Allen. Deep downfield, wide open. All right, everyone, welcome back into the Going Deep podcast, Kevin, Mike, AJ. Before we get into it, we're going to recap it. We're going to do it. What wonderful stuff. Please check out our last episode with Tommy Doyle. We get into a lot of different stuff. Then we start to talk about offensive line prospects toward the end of the show. So make sure you tune into last week's. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited right now. This is my third mock draft in four days. My, But this is the big one, Kev, the Going Deep pod mock draft special i'm excited about tonight especially after the debacle that happened on cover one roundup last night kyle i i know we had fun but we got grilled last night uh, i see some comments already talking about last night's i'll save you guys all that we're gonna be much better tonight i pray to god and Greg and I, too. So we had a mock draft on Friday. We did it with 32 GMs across the league. Some members of Cover One were in there with other teams, a lot other of their own bloggers and their own podcasters. So it really was a fun mock to see where players would go within their buildings. So when you do these, Generator does it. But when you do it live with 32 GMs, they're actually taking into account what that team needs and wants. Really insightful stuff. We ended up with a pretty good haul. We took Brian Brissy first in the first round. We traded up for Jack Campbell, made a trade for D-Hop, traded away at Oliver, and uh, in the third round took Tank Dell. Um, much discussed Tank Dell. Poor Tank Dell. Um, and it was a fun one, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, but we're going to get into it here. This is going to be a good, good one. AJ, 
how you doing today welcome to the show good yeah thanks for having me uh yeah, you looking forward it. to it uh you know let's see let's hopefully see a wide receiver fall here to 27 Ooh, um, there you go yeah, from eight yeah the rest of the board plays out so there you go mike what are your initial takes before we get going what are your initial needs for the bills going into the draft so i'm open to four positions basically in the first round i'm thinking O tackle if Darnell Wright is on the board, wide receiver, uh, Addison, Zay Flowers, open to Mozzie Smith uh, as well. And then linebacker is something that I, I more want in the second round, uh, going okay. after guys like Jack Campbell, Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders. So it, it really all depends on how the board falls. You could have some crazy scenario where you end up with some guy that you never even imagined like we did last night with Dalton Kincaid at 32 after a trade down. But uh, let's just see how it plays out tonight. Mike, give me one position the Bills need to get leave this draft with before we get going. They need a linebacker. I, I want a linebacker. linebacker. Okay. They, All right. I want a wide receiver, but they okay. need a linebacker. Okay. Fair enough. AJ, one position they need to leave with, not want, you'd think they need to take in the first three rounds. I'm going to go offensive tackle here. And because you said first three rounds, I'll go offensive tackle. I think they need to address the right side of that line in the first three rounds. Uh, I think it's it's pivotal for this offense to bring in some competition for Spencer Brown, make him a better player in camp by competing with the rookie and seeing how it plays out. Mine is defensive tackle. I think the Bills need to leave the first three rounds with a defensive tackle. They have four guys on expiring contract. They also, the Bills also, Brandon Bean also made sure to note that they may need to put players in the cupboard like they did Terrell Bernard. And they took a three and a seven last year at linebacker for a reason. They like Spencer Brown more than we do. So I do believe for me, it's D tackle in the first three rounds. But the glaring one is receiver. The Bills need a weapon for Josh Allen. They need to leave this draft with a receiver. No ifs, ands, or buts. And if it doesn't fall a certain way, we're going to find out here shortly. Will DeAndre Hopkins come back in the fold? Maybe, maybe not. But I think it's time to dive into it, AJ. I think I like all of our filters. I think we look good and we're ready to go. We're going to keep it fairly slow here in a second. And uh, just in case GM Kevin, Mike, and AJ need to get on the phone and trade up, but we'll see how this thing goes. Go ahead, kick us off, AJ, and let's see. Uh, let's see what see what happens. Yeah, I'll give you the top ten, and then I'll give you you know some time to speak, like, share Perfect. thoughts on that, and let's then we'll, we'll go to twenty. That sounds good. Let's get it rocking. Quarterback. So Stroud goes to and much talked about there. The number two spot is really the biggest to me of the top 10. What's going to happen at number two, Jackson Smith and Jigba off the board. So, you know, the bills are staying focused to see a receiver pop off at 10. Uh, just, that's an early start. In my opinion, at the receiver room, Skronsky's off the board to start the tackle run. Um, not much else there. Crazy Mike. Yeah. Nothing wild. We had, Jackson Smith and Jigba go 10 to Philly last night as well in our mock. The only concern I would have about Jackson Smith and Jigba going that early is maybe that will hurt the Bills' chances of getting a Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison if they're patient at 27. But overall, this top 10 doesn't have a huge impact uh, on the Bills at this point. Yes. Before, I, before I move forward, I mean, this this top 10 looks – I mean, three quarterbacks, I could totally see that happening. Um, I think Carter's a good player, Will Anderson. So this is a pretty – I think Skronsky could go in the top 10. So I like the top 10 selections. I mean, I'll be in the right spots, but these top 10 um, selections are pretty 
standard, although people, you know, NFL people in the you know top of the NFL think it's going to be a very exciting draft. So who knows what's going to happen. And realistically, the trade-up doesn't happen in this round. There's nothing we can do here. Um, right. So um, as we approach the back end of the next 10 is really where there's p- potential of something going down if they want to. So AJ, kick us off for 11 through 20, and then we'll really consider where it's at at that point. Right, all right, 14. Bijan to New York. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's Jordan Addison, 20. That, that's, a, that's a tough one. It's a tough pill to swallow there. Second receiver off the board, another tackle, and Broderick Jones off the board. Um, so the Bills are probably thinking this over a little bit more heavily now um, as, you know, Miles Murphy is a potential. Nolan Smith, I've even heard that these are those are two back-end prospects that if they fell, you never know. Kalijah Kansi's talked about a little bit, Bijan off the board. So not a whole lot that we could do here. We got Kyle Slag, uh, Slaggy in the chat saying he's having some flashbacks right now, but <laughs> I promise you I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive than you, Kyle, um, if I need to get aggressive here. So um, what do you guys think of this 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 next 10? So first of all, I, I don't think Addison's going to be going in the top 20. I don't believe so. I, I know these these simulators are high on him, and I'm, I'm high on him as a player, but I really do think there's a chance Addison's going to fall to 27. And it seems like in all these mock drafts, he's going uh, between 20 to 25. I, I think there's a good chance he could – he could fall to the Bills. Zay Flowers is more likely to be the second guy off the board at wide receiver, in my opinion. It, this would be a tough 10 picks for the Bills. Seeing Darnell right off the board, seeing Addison off the board. Now you're thinking at this point, do I have to trade up to secure a Zay Flowers if I want to go wide receiver? Do I sit back at 27, let the board come to me, take a Mozzie Smith? Is there somebody else that I'm targeting, but the way this board has gone so far is not favorable. If you're someone that wants the bills to take a wide receiver in the first round. What do you think AJ? And yeah, another point too, is there's Roger Jones off the board, Darnell Wright and Peter Skaronsky. And since 2016, I did some research. I found that every year, but 2017, there's been three tackles at least taken before pick 27. So you see here in the top 20, there's already three tackles off the board. That's why I think it's more, you know, I, I have a better or feel more confident with there being a receiver at 27 than a tackle just because I think the tackle tackle such a premium position. And you can, you know, there's the top four or five guys are really good and probably a couple of them, a couple of them have first round grades. So I think tackle three being off the board before 27 is pretty realistic. So just me right now, having wanting to change this mock draft up a little bit from what we've done the last couple times uh, in our different mock drafts, I would consider potentially trying to trade up a few spots if okay. they truly want a Zay Flowers. You look at the Giants at 25. I think they're a team that you can't pencil in wide receiver, but it's definitely a possibility for them. If you're the Bills, I look at these next few picks that come in and then see if I can get to 24 or 23. If I'm all in on Zay Flowers, we already mentioned right is off the board. Where else are you going at 27 at this point? Uh, I know people are high on Mozzie Smith. Are we that high on him where I'm not. we we, no. we don't risk a trade-up? <clears throat> I think there's a couple players here to watch. AJ, give us another three real quick. <clears throat> I don't think this is the range at Joey Porter, Quentin Johnston, and Brian Branch. So Johnson off the board leaves 
Um, I don't know if he's even on the Bills um, list at this stage. I like him. Um, So what do you guys think there after two of three being okay? It's a a tough call right now, Kev, because realistically, I think the thing that the Bills would do in this situation is wait till 27 and then reevaluate their options, see the best player on the board or trade back if their guys are off the board. I, I, I get the comments here. Trading up when you only have six picks seems foolish to me. I guess it really depends how high are the Bills on Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Realistically, I do believe the Bills are targeting a receiver in the first two mm-hmm. rounds of this draft. They've had six top 30 visits, even though a lot of people will say that this wide receiver class is weak. I think sometimes we confuse weak with – uh, even though it might not have that elite talent that you're used to in the top 10, these are still guys like Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison that could come right on your team and be an impact player, be a solid contributor. Where What's the drop-off from there? If, if you're not going to get the Zay Flowers, if you're not going to get the Jordan Addison, are you going to make sure that you get a Josh Downs in the second round? Or are you going to then get a, another tier lower receiver in the third round? So I, I know there's a bunch of middle tier guys in this draft, but I do think there is a drop off from flowers, Addison downs to the rest of the guys. And it's too early to get downs. And then you have the other question. If you know, in the second round linebacker is probably what you're targeting. Well, then that puts you in a situation where you have to get a receiver in the first round, or you're going to get a lower level guy in the third round or later. So I'm not against the trade up, but realistically, I think they waited out. AJ, what are your thoughts here at this stage? I mean, yeah, I would maybe consider trading up to Jacksonville, but like we were talking about before the show, I think it's a matter of okay if they don't get a top four receiver. I think DeAndre Hopkins is always he, he's a you know he said to Von Miller and uh, to the public that he wouldn't want to be a Bill, so I think that's always an option as well. All right, well, you guys want to run it three more? Or you want to do one at a time to the? Pick? I'll ask you, Kev. What would you do? I. I would call Jacksonville and see the price to see. So expect to see. I know it's a simulator. I know if it's, it's not if it's crazy, I'm not. See what they it. want. See what they want. Because Brandon Bean did this last year for Kyrie Elam, and it really wasn't. If you could avoid giving up a day two pick, I would be okay with it. Even though Bills only have six spots, it's not like the Bills have five million roster spots available for draft picks to come we, in. First of all, as a, as a consensus group, do we have a player to come up for? And who would that be here? I mean, it would be, be, be Zay Flowers, yeah. So we all agree on Zay Flowers. What's the theory of not coming up and jumping, making sure Kansas City can't come up and jumping potentially two receiver teams? There's really no huge negative. Um What's one third? Will they take one thirty-seven, or is that, or is that, or is that a no-go? I think it's possible. You're talking about dropping three spots and gaining a, a fourth-round pick. I, I don't think that's crazy. Will they throw us back a pick, AJ? Later pick, one eighty-five or? Uh, let's go two or two. Yeah. Okay. Try one eighty-five. Yeah, we'll do it. I mean, that's not an incredible amount to me. I don't know if anyone disagrees. And you still have the ability in the second round to to go after a bunch of other guys. We're ta- we're talking about a tr- we're losing a trade from we're going from one thirty seven to one eighty five. That's all it's going to cost. Yeah, this isn't this isn't the world's largest. And I'll, I'll see, I see some people in this chat saying definitely not flowers. I'll tell you what, guys. There's talk that the Bills are actually pretty high on flowers and Addison. 
I, I know that there's some mock people that, that don't like Flowers because of his size. They And some people that don't love Addison because of his workout. But both of these guys were dynamic receivers in college that will be good receivers at the next level. I know sometimes we get infatuated with the, the second-tier guys like Hyatt or Downs. There's people that are Tank Dell fans. But if the Bills are all in on a Zay Flowers or a Jordan Addison, they have to be able to find a way to give Josh Allen more help. You look at their receiving core. We, me and Kevin had this talk all of last offseason. We thought they should have aggressively pursued wide receiver possibly day one or day two last year. And yeah. the whole offseason, the rest that of those means- mafia was talking about how the bills were stacked, how it wasn't going to matter. They were fine. Well, what ended up happening in December and January? The bills were not stacked at wide receiver like we thought. They ended up having to bring in former players that were plus side of 30 to fill out the roster come playoff time. This Bills receiving core is not as great as we all would like to think. You have one elite player in Stephon Diggs. You have one good player in Gabe Davis. And then the rest of it is greatly unknown. We can talk about Trent Sherfield. We can talk about Hardy. We can talk about our hopes for Khalil Shakir. But there are plenty of unknowns. And what this offense greatly missed last season was a slot person that could utilize the middle of the field for Josh Allen. They need to find a replacement for what Cole Beasley used to provide. And Zay Flowers, Addison, they're guys that could come in right away and be valuable additions. I know they're not a top 10 pick worthy, but they are guys that can help. The only thing I think you're losing out on if you make this slight trade up is you lose some ammo in the second round if you need to trade up and try to secure a linebacker. Uh, not to me. I think they have plenty of picks. My, uh, AJ, will they throw in 208? Yep. Do it. That's 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 too much value. I'm not giving anything up. I'm going to use those picks here in a minute potentially to come up. I'm not losing much here. Um, and the Bills are now on the clock here. Um, and yeah, I believe – We also respond to his comments about not trading up for him. We gave up a fourth-round pick to move up three spots. That did, That's not – A fifth. A fifth-round pick to move up three spots. If yeah. you're talking about missing out on your guy at 27 or getting your guy at 24 and giving up a fifth-round pick, you make the move. You you get your guy. In this instance, he's our guy. This the guy, fellas? I think it's a good selection. The Bills want a power slot. They sent Brian Gain to – the university to Boston college to see him in person. They brought him in. I think it's a no brainer. All righty. Let's do it. Zay flowers 20. So we traded up to 24. I mean, before you just wait one second. Uh, you already took, but even looking at some of the other guys that were on the board at that point, who else were, would we be considering? A Mozzie Smith in that spot? Probably not to trade uh, up. What was that? Not trading up. No, I'm not talking about trading up. Oh. If you were at, if you were at 27, who would have been the other guys? The Isn't Bijan there? You'd have to consider it. Is Bijan still on the board? Uh, no, he went. Oh, did he go? Yeah. 15. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, exactly. To me, I mean, it was fitting out to Flowers. You're thinking Downs. You're thinking Campbell. You're thinking those guys. Um, to me, you didn't have to give up much to get Zay Flowers. Um, and I think that that's a, that's that's – 
that's a fairly good trade and, and a realistic one. It wasn't one where we gave the farm up either. I still have my picks. Um, so I'm feeling, I'm still pretty good about it. I think the alternative some people would like to do in this scenario is instead of us trading up, they maybe wait at 27, take your linebacker. So you get your sure thing linebacker, and then you could try to secure a Hyatt or downs in the second round. And I'm not against that. It's just finagling around. Like, I mean, sure. Like uh, ultimately I think the bills like their linebacker room more than you do. Um, And that's, that's where I'm going to die. They don't need to get crazy at linebacker. Will they draft one? Probably. Um, But I think getting a, a starting slot receiver, keeping him away from the chiefs and not, we didn't pay much. It's not like we paid even a four to come up here. So I think, I think it's a, it's a fairly good selection um, and one where I do believe we needed to jump the Giants, Cowboys, and a potential Chiefs trade up like they did last year right in front of us. Um, so keep it rocking, AJ. Let's see what happens here over the next next couple picks. We'll reconvene here at the end of the first. So Banks goes, Kincaid's off the board, Mayer, Mozzie Smith's gone, Harrison, Brian Brissy. <clears throat> so, okay, good first. Um, let's keep it rocking as we get into the second. Head to 40 here. Sounds about right. Sanders off the board at 34. John Michael Schmitz, Gibbs. Okay. So we're up at a, a nice little uh, nice little package of players off the board, but nothing that really jumps too much out to me except Sanders, Osiris Torrance, uh, Gibbs. Um, nothing crazy going on here, right? Nope. Nothing crazy yet. I mean, Sanders coming off the board early in the second round does start to make you – Question strategy a little bit. Do you get antsy? Do you try to make uh, a move up to secure a Jack Campbell, a Trenton Simpson at at some point? Do you wait till one of the the two is gone before calling up? Uh, or do, do we know if the Bills have a preference either or? Obviously, we've all connected. Jack Campbell is probably the guy that they would have some interest in given he's an Iowa linebacker, the Luke Keekley connection. But at what point would you actually consider moving up to? AJ? I'm not trading up here. I'm not trading up at all. I'm, I'm waiting at 59 and taking this pick. Okay. I mean, unless, waiting. unless unless Jack Campbell falls to – I mean, if you really want him and he falls to 55, 54, um, I consider it. But I would I would like to stay put here and take the guy, best guy at 59. That's okay, just, Mike? I, I, I think let's see. Let's stop it once a – Campbell or Trenton Simpson gets taken and then we can reevaluate. I I will say this spin. I I get your comment here about uh, betting Zay flowers would have made it to 27. I really don't think that's, that's likely. I I, I think he would have gone to the giants with the next pick. And you know, I, the last thing I'll say about the first round, I know a lot of people are in love with Hyatt. A lot of people are in love with downs. There's a reason why they're considered the tier two in the second round and a little bit later and Zay flowers is being considered a top 15 to top 25 overall pick uh, in this draft. There is separation between the two. That's not to mean that they both won't have similar careers, but even us, we, we talked to Eric a lot and he watches film and Eric loves Josh Downs just as much as the rest of you. Eric tells us on a daily basis, Josh Downs is not a first round wide wide receiver. He's not someone that the Bills should take at 27. If they want a wide receiver in the first round, there's only three guys that are worth considering. It's Addison, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I think we got we got aggressive. We got had conviction. 
I think it's a player the Bills like. I think he did everything we wanted to do to avoid a situation where we're sitting there not knowing what to do. Um, if Flowers would have gone, we would have had to have a discussion, all of us, and I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how that would have gone. Um, so, and Brasid is Brasid. When did Brasid go? Can you scroll up, AJ? Did he go to Kansas City? Right? I think it was the end of the the first round. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kansas City. And we we're all grasping at straws right now. We really don't know what the Bills, uh, what the front office uh, front office is leaning towards. But there is some some rumors and things that that comes around. It feels like the Bills are definitely high on Flowers and Addison. I don't know if it's smoke. I don't know if it's that draft time of year crap that gets out there. But there is a lot of people connecting the Bills to those two prospects okay. at this moment. So maybe it's AJ all made Rock- up stuff. But I'm telling you guys, if you are not – in on Addison or Flowers, there's a good chance that you could be upset with the Bills pick on Thursday night because I do believe there's a high. And you also and also don't remember we I would have waited it out, but we had Addison Johnston and we had JSN off the board. Like we were just you're just playing around and we didn't give up that much. Had I, I'm not trading a third, I'm not getting crazy, and we got a couple of late round picks back 185 and 208 that I'm could potentially use here that'd be the only argument i'd make for being able to make a trade aj run me run me five picks and then we'll go from there hi darnell. darnell washington there he is Cameron. yep so so i i had a sense of that's about his range 45 to 50 um that's about where he went is that the jets pick was that the Jets second did they update that i believe that was uh i think no, 42 so we, we were in a similar situation last night. So right now you have Campbell gone. You have Sanders gone. Last night, Washington took Trenton Simpson with pick 47. So I guess this is the point where you have to ask yourself, if you're the Bills, is Trenton Simpson worth trying to make a move with the Patriots no. No. to go up? Or do you just let the everything? I was only out? interested to see if Campbell went. He went, run me five picks, AJ. <laughs> There's not much to talk about there yet. They took Hendon Hooker. <laughs> Interesting. Musgrave, Trent Simpson mm-hmm. off the board, Avila. Okay. So there's really not a target for me to trade up for at this point. I don't know if anyone else agrees. No, I mean, Matthew Bergeron I like, but I don't think it's worthy to trade up for. Okay. I, I think he could be run me to fifth. Run me to 59. Bergeron could possibly – could fall potentially in this simulator. Okay. Run me to 59. Brown's gone. Benton. Okay. Is Bergeron still – was he taken? Right there. That, and that's a and Tittman as well. Right Tittman's on a top 30 oh, visit as well. Okay. Tittman can't, did end up coming in, right? Yep. He wasn't he one of the last ones reported. Did they get – by the way, AJ, did we get any final reports of visits from those last slew? From my number, I have 24. But okay. So there's six unknown. But, yeah, he uh, he sent out in a podcast that he met with the Bills when the podcaster asked him a question. So – So there's a couple different ways they could go here, Kev. Okay. Let's hear them. So can we just go through some of the, the linemen on the board right now? Um, AJ, if you can scroll through. Yeah. As some of the people on the board were saying, right now this is where you could possibly go with a Tipman. Uh, a Matthew Bergeron is definitely someone that would be un, under consideration. 
I think those would be two of the guys I'd probably be looking at right now. Bergeron, I in second round, the value is is good here. Could provide some competition. I like Bergeron in, at this point. Yeah, from what I've read on Bergeron, he's very good in certain passing down situations where he's one-on-one on an island. He just has to work on his strength, um, which hopefully can be, uh, you know, at a higher level in the NFL. So that's that's probably where I would go as well. I, hit, I watched him in person at the Senior Bowl. He was good. He had a couple of good reps against Derek Hall from Auburn, who's – uh, also a Bills visit at some point. So I, I think Bergeron right here is the move. Okay. But, I, but I do see the chat, like Spin Tittman. I, I see with the whole center conversation with Mitch Morris, his, his contract's done after this year, or next year, uh, the injuries, the concussions. I mean, there's two, Weibler and Tittman. Tittman they brought in. Those, those are guys that you could draft ahead of need and get one locked up this year and not have to worry about it. Hit defensive tackle for me real quick. Just, yeah. I just want to take a quick gander at that that room. Uh, <laughs> Kobe Turner. So Kobe Turner and uh, Siaka Ika is really it. Okay. Yeah. More weight on that. Christian um, Pascal likes him. He talked about him. Yeah. He's a good, like, interior, like, pass yeah. rusher. I like Ika a whole lot. I like Kobe. Kobe Turner's rising up boards. I've seen him in the second. Um, yeah. I'm, thinking more, I'm thinking more third for him. I just took in – in a mock I did, I just took him in the third. I thought it was a great value. Uh, give me – um, give me, lastly, tight end. I just want to see the whole room as a package. I think Laporta was still showing. Yeah, I saw Laporta. So in real life, I mean, that would be, that'd be tempting, but there's also some other tight ends that you could probably wait yeah. and patient and get later in this draft that are pretty uh, good value as well. Yeah. I was going to say the depth in this draft, you can get a Coons or uh, um, the kid from San Jose state later. I love Laporta. He's a true risk. I mean, I've heard him in the, be tight end one, right? Isn't that the rumor that he's tight end one? I have never, I have, I don't think I've seen him he's as tight end one, guy. but. He, he migrates from anywhere from like three to probably five or six on most people. Okay. But he's usually he's usually on the higher end of that, but I've seen some people be able to. I don't think he to... brings what you're looking for as a tight end, too, for the Bills system. I like him. I think he's a good receiver. I would yeah. consider him if the Bills didn't go the receiver route here. Um, but I think the move is offensive line. I think that's what the fans want. I think that's what they would be looking here. Um, so for me, I trend center. Uh, I think there's a direct need there, but I am more than willing to entertain Matthew Bergeron um, here with you, whatever you two got to talk me into one way or the other. Well, it, I'm okay with either or. You said they did the top 30 visit with Tipman, correct? So he's definitely someone on their, on their radar. They have to know that this would be the range that he would probably be going. So when you think about Morse's uncertain future, I, I could definitely get on board with taking Tipman here. Bergeron was one of my guys. Obviously, I have a soft spot for Sy- for Syracuse football. You know that, Kev, uh, having been a season ticket holder last year. But I, I could go either way. Bergeron, I think, would provide some solid depth with some upside potential going forward. While Tipman, you could have as a nice security blanket and someone that could be um, a solid starter once Morse decides to move on. So, uh, I, to me, it's a coin flip. Kev, I'll let you make the pick. AJ, what's your final pick there? What's your final? My, what I would do, I would I would go Bergeron. I think there's – there's Spencer Brown needs someone to bring in. Um, the tackle class, when you get to those mid-rounds, is kind of a little bit – I don't know. It's not as, you know, talented, I think, as a good deeper. So, I think going right tackle here, Bergeron is 
probably my, I mean, right now we're living my dream scenario. So <laughs> like if this is how the board falls and they can get, they transfer Zay for three spots and then they get Berger on the second round at 59. I mean, and then you can go D tackle or tight end at 91. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm well, you guys Berger. made the pick. It's all you. Let's go Matt Bergeron. I want to bring in a tackle here. I think that's a that's a trendy pick. Um, let's get him in. I know Eric Turner likes him a lot. I think he's a good value situation here. Um, and I think you just you just watch what happens. Tittman off the board, so we are right on with value. Um, you, you know, Whipler to come here probably shortly uh, in the next coming picks. But all right, I'll let's go. Yeah, let's kick off a couple more picks. You can already see that Tittman went two picks later. So yeah. Laporta finally off the board. Charbonnet. Dexter, Dexter's a guy I would have been targeting Nickens, here. Top 30 visit. Yeah, Whippler finally goes. Mingo. Let's take a quick gander here at the top 75. Tillman in top of the third. Hall, the guy. Auburn. Two top 30s right here, guys. Yep. So is could a trade-up happen in this range? It's possible. Um, you know, we're still looking guard and center here in this draft. We still have plenty of picks to think about it. So guard and center still very much on our, on our list center specifically. I think guards pretty, pretty set. Um, and now tackle set. So really you only looking center ton of recap center, tight end D tackles. Agreed. Yep. I'm, I'm good with all that. Okay. I'll That's go right to 91 then. Yeah. Let's go right to 90. I don't think we're, it's possible. They could have gone up to the range. Yeah. Just at AJ. Right. Um, I don't know that it would have costed an arm and a leg or anything. So. Dow goes off the board, so he wouldn't even be there for our third round pick. Eco's off the board, a guy I would have been been targeting. Overshown off the board. Right, I'm going to show right. tackles real quick just to see. Like, say say we went Tipman and we didn't get a tackle. I just want to see. So like Blake Freeland, not, no. Spencer Brown, kind of. Yeah, none, none of those guys would have been right. Wanya well, Morris is a guy I kind of like, but other than that, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, even a third though, that might be too high for him. So there's not really anyone here I'd probably take. So I, I, I mean, no, that was my decision with the tackle. Was I? I don't okay. love where I don't love where it goes in, in the okay. third and fourth round. So uh, now let's bring up our positions: tight end, D tackle, um, shoemakers there. Kobe Turner. That's a, that's an intriguing one right there. I'll, I'll tell you Turner. Okay. So the top two there, my my, and then hit us up with interior. Um, I have interior up. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, Kobe Turner, Mario Jomo. No, it's, sorry, interior O line, interior O line. Oh, interior O line, my fault. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So nothing really there, anyways. Nothing for interior O line at all. Safety. Give us safety just to take a quick gander, and that would be it. Anthony Johnson. Okay. Ouch. Okay, so I, think, I think my, my pick's going out. Linebacker, just keep it on the board. I forgot we don't have a linebacker. I'm just curious if I'm missing someone there. Dorian Williams, maybe. Dorian Williams is available. No. Ivan Pace. I like Pace a little bit uh, later if he makes it to the next visit. I mean, for me, it's Turner or Schoonmaker, so let's talk about it. Yeah, those those are both the two guys that were sticking out to me as well. Uh, yesterday, we took Turner uh, around this spot uh, on cover one roundup. I think you're getting good value here. Uh, as you can see, he's 79th on the PFF rank um, draft position right now at 91. I think you're, you're getting someone solid that can 
uh, enter your rotation and has potential to, to help you out going forward. Obviously, uh, the Bills at. What's it going to be today? Skyline three-way or cheese conies? Hmm, that's a tough one. I know. Give me a Skyline three-way and cheese conies. Problem solved. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the line, they have some long-term uh, concerns beyond this year. What's going to happen with a lot of those guys? Uh, I think you get a guy with decent upside and worth the risk here. Schoonmaker isn't a, a bad option either. Obviously. Uh, he could help out at tight end too, but um, yeah. But I, I, right I, now we've I, already addressed offense twice in this draft. We've we've yeah. traded up to get Zay Flowers, and then we've added a tackle. I think it's time to get some help on defense at this point. AJ, yeah, I like I like either Turner or Jomo here. I just I listened to Chris on Aaron and Greg's podcast talk about him and what, how he could be kind of a bigger body, but that can also rush in the interior just kind of with a need. I don't know much about Kobe Turner, so I don't know if he's more of like a run stopper, big body compared to a Jomo. But, I mean, depending on what they want to do, I just think you have the guys like Settle and Jordan Phillips that are kind of the bigger bodies that kind of stop the run already that you're going to probably have on this roster. So I know I know this guy won't get many snaps, but just looking at it from what Chris Trapasso said, a Jomo just brings an interior pass rush, but I don't I, I don't go either way. I don't, I don't really care about you. It's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, Kobe Turner is going to be your three tech, you know, your, your Ed Oliver potential replacement. He's a little thin frame, 290. Um, so he's going to be, you know, more in that guy, 630, 290, still, you know, still a pretty big guy himself. So it's just a matter of exactly, I mean, he's really good against the run. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, kind of what you're looking for out of this, out of this, uh, out of this position, 32 inch arms for him, I remember. So uh, it's going to be, you know, it's kind of all about who they value. And I think all those big body defensive tackles are off the board. I wouldn't be shocked at them leaning Schoonmaker here. I really wouldn't. Um, but I do believe that, you know, I like, I like Carl Brooks a whole lot. So you don't have to ever convince me on Carl Brooks. Um, That's another one, Kev. I, I would think about it here. I, don't I mean, know. I think Carl Brooks is one of the, you know, the best player in his conference defensively. So uh, right. he's, he's, he's a madman. Uh, we've talked about him on the show many times. Forty-nine hurries. I always go back to the forty-nine hurries with him. Um, you know, he's 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 a good player. He can play a lot of different positions too. He can pop inside on three tack on pass downs. Yeah. He was a um, versatility for sure. Huge quickness guy. Six four three hundred. So you know, actually, kind of technically bigger than uh, than Kobe Turner. So um, you know, what are you guys thinking? I like Brooks, but I'm not. I didn't even know he was there. I only saw – I didn't even see Carl Brooks until I scrolled. I, I probably read his name, but I didn't notice he was there. I would I would go Brooks if it were me. If it were. Yeah, prototypical three-tech. Big guy. Get it done. Pass rusher. Look at his hurries and sack. Dominated the Mac. Mike? I You, you guys know I'm, I'm going with the Wake Forest product right here, uh, Turner. But I wouldn't be upset with Brooks. I wouldn't be upset with Schoonmaker. I think once you get into the third round, there's a lot more accepting a variety of – options 
Uh, it doesn't have to be this guy or that guy. A lot, it's it's more preference at this point uh, of the draft with different guys. So if you guys think that Brooks can be a difference maker, I love. I'm I love all Brooks, for it. But... Obviously, he was a uh, just a, a force in the MAC, uh, but that is a little bit lower level competition. But that doesn't mean that you can't do the NFL level. We've seen guys like Khalil Mack and and other edge players. Uh, Max Crosby come out of the Mac and make a difference in the NFL. So uh, I'm okay with Brooks, but I would, I would probably lean Turner if it was myself. All right. Um, let's go Turner. Let's go Kobe Turner. I think he's a good selection here. I am a Carl Brooks guy, um, but I think, I think Turner, the natural defensive tackle three tech, um, you know, earned great grades on PFF. I mean, he's, he's a solid player. So, um, you know, we'll see and, and it's going to be a need, especially when you, Right now, an edge, there is uncertainty with Von Miller, but you have Rousseau and you have Abinette mm. still. I think it's a good – Kobe Turner is a good pick in the third. I don't have any issues with it. I think it's a solid defensive tackle there. Uh, we went AJ's Bergeron in the second, so we'll go with Mike and Kobe Turner in the third. I respect it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, to the point of Brooks playing the weaker competition, I think playing a year behind four guys that are probably going to take snaps from you would be a good developmental year for him. Yeah. So he's not really asked to be like – you know, the guy yet, but if you can develop him and get his body ready um, for the NFL, I, you know, I think he has a chance of being good, but Turner's a good player as well. So, yeah, he is. Um, you um, know, Kobe Turner also had a, like a seven or eight Raz, so he's athletic enough. Um, really, his biggest downfall, once again, was probably his height weight. Other than that, he ran a good shuttle, ran a good three cone, some things that are really important for a defensive lineman. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be crazy to, I'm excited to see where the rest of this draft goes. And uh, we still have some late round picks that we got gathered back there in that trade back or trade up. So let's rock it out. Where the fourth shoemaker goes. Bummer. I wouldn't, wouldn't have been crazy to trade up here for him. If a couple picks and then Brooks goes when our. Has uh Koontz been taken off yet? Koontz is – I'm not sure. No. I haven't seen him. I, I think he's still available. I think okay. – yeah, Tucker Craft went. I don't like how it doesn't show you the remaining, though. That's the weird thing about PFF. Yeah, it is very frustrating. Because that would matter if I want to make a trade here with Minnesota or not. I can't see the full board. Right. Well, Lorraine Williams, Daniel Sewell, so two-line Riley Moss, a good player I might have considered. All right. You want me to just run it to 130? Yeah, you can run it. Take it all the way there. Realistically, the range we were just looking at could have been another jump up range. Like Roy was a was a good player. I would have considered here had we not gone Kobe Turner. But bring up our bring up our um, our selections. Um, interior. Oh, I like a couple of those names there. What's that? You look like Audio edge linebacker safety. I don't think there's any linebackers, Kev. There's my guy, though. Yep. Ivan Pace is there. Ugh, I love Ivan Pace. Ugh, I love Ivan Pace. Um, top 30 visit. And Marte Mapu is a 30, top 30 visit. I like Voorhees. To, 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 I, I'm, I, like, I like this guy from Michigan. I like him a lot. Didn't you interview him, right? Uh, one of the guys. I don't Follow think it was Timmy. Yeah. Some, yeah, someone. someone Tight end has, I think, did we see Coons, Payne, and Durham still on the board? I thought yeah, Koontz is still. Yeah, Koontz was still available as well. Chris Smith from Georgia. Yeah, Chris Smith is good. Yeah. I like Chris right. Smith. 
It's a good name. So it's it's like as as weak as it technically is in the first, you know, top 40 picks. I like this draft as you get to from like 40 to 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 150. Right. Um there's definitely some names in here that I I would take many of these guys. So um what are you guys thinking here with what to do? Uh, there's a lot of different directions right now. You, you've seen some of the linemen. If you want to stash a player like Andrew Voorhees, if that's a possibility uh, at this point in the draft, you could go, uh, if, if we lower it a little bit, um, there was the the visit from, um, uh, let's see right there. I, I think we took it off. Uh, put put safety back in because I think he's listed as a safety in this. Uh, so, uh yeah, you got Mapu right there. That's a guy that around this point could be uh, a potential target after being a visit for the Bills. Uh, I'm open to a lot of the different guys on the board. I, Koontz is an interesting guy uh, just because of his athletic testing um, out of Old Dominion. So I would be open to a lot. The top 30 visit, I think, gives a little bit of an edge to a person like Mapu here because the Bills have had the in-person um, contact Obviously, there's some some interest from the Bills in that uh, that scenario, but I could go plenty of different directions here and be okay. Okay, what are you thinking, AJ? What's your? I would probably i I would go see. I go back and forth with Voorhees and all the time, Teamy. But I would go all the Teamy just because I think you can get four. Yeah, we wanted a we wanted a center. I think we need a replacement center, and I want to go all the Teamy. I think he's the right pick here. Uh, Michigan product, um, you know, I think he comes in and, and is a, a day one backup center um, and has the potential to develop. I think we re- wait on the defense and we, we kind of close out offense here with this pick and then we kind of have a few picks left. We got 185, 205, 208. I'm not, it's not crazy for me to want to come up. I actually would want to sh- start shopping to come up here. I think that's realistic. I want to shop 185 and 205 to come up here um, after all the teaming. I'm with you. I'll do that. All right. Is that the pick? Yep. Let's take the pick and uh, let's come up for a tight end. All right. I'll stop at Charlie Jones, Kayshawn Boutte. And there's Mop off the board. Mop at 135. And Koontz is off the board at 139, followed by Pace. So. The Clemson tight end still available, Purdue, but you can probably get him. It, it, we gave up 137 as part of the trade earlier. That's why uh, we don't have that available, Chris. Want me to keep running it or see if we can do something here? It's up to see, you, Kevin. Is there, is there any guy on the board that you really think warrants trying to be aggressive at this point in the draft? No, let's run it. Let's run it for a little bit longer. Let's run it for a little bit longer. And we got 185, 205, and 208 uh, in this mock. Obviously, we made the, the trade up earlier, and we got some late-round picks back uh, as a result. So two of the interior guys off the board, but we already addressed that. Okay. Yeah, we addressed. O-line's done. It's really just for me, tight end, tight end, developmental linebacker. I mean, that's – yeah, I'm fine with just rolling it all the way to 185 at this point. You're not getting anybody that's going to be most likely uh, a solid contributor unless you 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 bank one of your lottery tickets. 
yeah, so we got some 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 you know, developmental players coming off the board here. Um, Bills will be on the clock here in five picks. Um, so, and you know, I, I I just want to address a comment here quick, Kev, uh, old dirty collector. Mm-hmm. What's the point of Khalil Shakir if we're gonna just draft another midget wide receiver in the slot? We got to remember Khalil Shakir is not a proven product by any means right now. We're all high on his potential. And Kevin and I loved him as a fifth-round draft pick last year. But we have to remember, that's what he was. He was a fifth-round draft pick out of a, a mid-tier conference for an average Boise State team. Not a not one of the better Boise State teams. A pretty average Boise State team when he was playing there in the Mountain West. And while he does have some ability, he doesn't have the same skill set as what a Cole Beasley was when he was your slot guy and what he provides can, can be an option in the slot. But when you're looking at a Zay flowers, when you're looking at uh, a Josh downs, those are guys that have a high end slot ability that can come in and do things that guys in the mid rounds in the fourth, fifth, sixth round are not as likely to be able to, to do. So I look at the wide receiver depth on the bills and as I said earlier, I think there's one elite guy and one good guy in Gabe Davis. And then I see four guys that I really don't know what to expect going into next year. Hope is not a plan when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. And I am not willing to bank the Bills' hopes on a receiving core that has a fifth-round pick, second-year player, as your number three receiver, potentially. Or Hardy, who is a speedster, but is coming off an injury last year and his best year was two years ago or Trent Sherfield, who has had a few somewhat productive seasons. They need to improve their depth at wide receiver. Zay flowers or Jordan Addison instantly come in and make you better. And they give Josh Allen weapons. We always talk about how Josh needs better protection to help the offense. If he has the right tackle, he won't be on his butt as much. You know, what also helps a quarterback stand on his feet. Having wide receivers that get separation, that get wide open, so you can get rid of the ball quickly, and they can make plays for you. Zay Flowers instantly does that. So that's why we we took Zay Flowers in the first round, because I do believe he's an instant playmaker on this team. Okay. AJ, did Payne Durham, was was he a visit? I can't recall. He was a Zoom Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I I like him at 185. Yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't. I don't mind that pick either. I'm, okay, let's go. Let's go, Payne Dur- uh, Durham, and let's let's roll it. Make sure just you guys no linebacker really sticks out. Safety, just because we went all offense. I'm just making sure you guys. I mean, I'm fine with the pick. I just yeah, yep. Good. Kobe Turner was our was our one selection. I'm, we're giving the defense. All right, Henry Johnson's still available in this mock draft too right now. That is uh, something to keep an eye we're on. We're actually up with 205, 208, so we got a couple of developmental players. Oh, there he just went. Just went. <laughs> It's all right. A couple of developmental um, products. We got some people that think Shakir's better than Flowers. It's interesting. Shakir's going to be good, Kev. I, I think we all agree he's going to be good. But even when we talk to Eric, what he brings as a skill set is different than what a Flowers or a Downs brings to the table. They're different players. Uh, and also, Shakir was a guy in college that did some inside and outside. He was versatile. He wasn't just purely a, a slot guy. Shakir it was a do-it-all player in college. So we're looking at defined roles. Just because you're a wide receiver doesn't mean that you're 
doing the same thing as everybody else. We we want a slot guy that can be a game changer for the Bills. Yeah, for sure. AJ, give us the whole what's hot going on running back. Give us give us everything here at the sixth round. <clears throat> I like Hall a little bit. Okay. Of course, Kyle wants us to take Max Duggan. He didn't have the guts to take him (laughs) last night, but now he wants us to be taking him. Yeah, it's a couple of guys. I like Ventrell Miller. I like a couple of different names in this range. Trey Dean. Um, There's there's definitely a couple of different names in here. That are that could help the Bills here in this range. Evan Hull, Chris Rodriguez Jr. It's definitely running. Hit me the just the running. Show me just the running back room, AJ. Yep. Okay, so we got Hull, Rodriguez, Ibrahim. Ibrahim was so good at Minnesota too. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that when it's all said and done he's going to be a late round pick because he was special in the big 10 chris rodriguez six foot 217 he's a bigger back he's at the senior bowl as well just just show me just linebacker i want to take a developmental linebacker here yeah i was thinking i was thinking cam regardless yeah let's take a look get rid of running back i can't even i can't see through yeah perfect okay Scroll down even more. I'm just curious who's still Servassier Dennis. Like, okay. Servassier Dennis. Okay. I think my top player here, go to the top. I think we got to roll Ventrell Miller. Give it a shot. Um, I like a lot about what I see from Ventrell Miller. Uh, definitely somebody that kind of sticks out to me as a late round guy. You know, he's, you know, this linebacker class is what it is. Six foot 232. Um, he's on the older end. Uh, definitely a really good run defender. So as someone that I think could come in and be, you know, um, could help out this team. So let's, let's roll him there. So Hall goes off the board. Okay. Our last picks right here, guys, what do you guys think? You want to go trade Dean? You want to go running back? I would go trade Dean. Dean Makes sense. Go trade Dean. Trade Dean at two. Let's, let's get it done and we'll see what we do. Yeah, we're never going to hear the end of it if the Bills do take a wide receiver at 27. I I, I feel like slot wide receiver has been such a devalued position, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't get it. I, I honestly don't get it, Kev. Has, yeah. Everybody watching this team, do we not remember how poor the Bills were in the middle of the field last year? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hmm. Yeah, they were pretty poor. I mean, yeah. Cole Beasley was a game changer for this team. We all talked all of last season about how they missed his presence. And we yeah. act like we can just get his replacement in the third, fourth round. Yeah, there's a good slot receivers. Yeah. But- so as far as our trade goes, it felt like we we somehow gave up. What do we give up? A one and a five. They give us back two six. I would take this. I would take two six for a five in the first place, just in general, um, potentially. So. I, I love this draft. I know, I know it's not the highest graded draft. I love Zay. I, my my whole point going into this draft was to get Flowers or Addison. Yeah, I love that in the first round. Bergeron's solid at round two. Kobe Turner, you're getting good value in round three. If this is the draft for the Bills, I would be pretty pretty happy with this. Yeah, I would be as well. I think they went wide receiver, addressed the slot option that they've been missing. Um, I think it really evolves the offense. Bergeron, I think, could start right tackle uh, for the Bills right away. Um, he might not because they like Spencer Brown. And they like what he can bring. But either way, he's depth, he's a depth piece of per se. Spencer Brown goes down and gets because he's had the injury bug. You're more confident with that. You get a good D tackle, um, good value with Kobe Turner. You get your backup center for Morse. Um, in the next couple of years, and then you get a nice second tight end to pair with Dawson Knox, which they have not had um, since uh, they haven't really had a serviceable one with Dawson Knox. So hopefully he can turn into that. And then you went with a flyer on linebacker and safety, which are two things that you know are semi needs. I think safety will be addressed at some point, probably late, late, like we did. Um, and then, you know, obviously the linebackers didn't fall the way we wanted them to. Sanders went early at thirty four. Campbell went at forty five. Simpson went at the top at the you know, like 50, 51. So we stayed put, got a tackle, and uh, I like this draft. I really do. Yeah. No, yeah. The I only thing we're really missing here is the higher end linebacker, like you said. We missed out on Campbell, Simpson, Sanders. But at the end of the day, is that going to be the difference between the Bills being a Super Bowl team or not being a Super Bowl team? No, that is not going to be what everything else is filled here, guys. Everything else is filled on the roster, too. Yeah, everything else. I, I don't think Bergeron would start on this team, but I think he provides competition to Spencer Brown in a security blanket in case Brown does have another below-average season where you could try him out at right tackle and see what he's capable of doing. Kobe Turner, tremendous value there. And we do need depth at tight end, center, uh, and Dean late in the sixth round that's good value at that point so this would be a draft where you walk away from it you're not saying it's great you're not saying oh a plus draft this is going to get us over the top but you would say this is a solid haul uh for the bills and you'd be excited to see what these guys can do yeah and i think every pretty much you got your slot receiver you got your you know your competitor at tackle you got your interior defensive lineman. You got your interior offensive lineman. Um, you get your tight end too here in this draft to come in and be competitive with uh, Quentin Morris. You got a you got a you got a linebacker who can come in and do everything and play special teams and trade Dean as a final piece, maybe as a final man on the roster uh, to to be even further safety depth. Um, so 
I personally think that the way the linebacker room fell, and that's the only room people want to talk about that it's, they're not going to get crazy. They're not going to overextend themselves to fill a hole. They drafted two rookies last year, third and a seventh. That's just forgotten. Apparently they, they put a third and a seventh round pick and brought in two veterans and AJ Klein and Terrell Dodson. There's four people there already. And that's not even including Tyler Matakevich, who's special teams only, but who has been taking a lot of slaps in middle. So there is five players there in that room already. So you drafted him in the third round. You got playing for him. You, you picked up, Taylor Rapp for a reason to take some some load off of the linebacking core who's going to be in certain situations. So to me, I think it's just a matter of um, the way that the draft fell. I, you know, think they need to come out of here with a center. I think personally they don't absolutely need a right tackle, but I think I don't. I, I forgot if that was AJ or Mike's need. Um, you know, and we addressed and that, was, I, that was I like the idea of getting a right tackle more so for competition for Brown. Uh, than replacing him. Uh, I just think Brown has been below average his first two years in the league, but I'm not ready to give up on him. But I do want him to get a little bit of a push. If he plays well, he can keep his job, and then you have nice depth behind him. If he doesn't improve his play, you have someone that can take over at right tackle. So that's my thought process on it. And I'm with you, Kev. On linebacker, this draft provides a little bit of a dilemma for the Bills at linebacker. Because Brandon B, I saw one of the questions earlier that said, how is this a good draft if you ignore all of your, your biggest need? Well, you know what? Brandon Bean isn't thinking, I need to draft a linebacker right now to help me win in 2023. If he's picking in the first round, he's trying to get someone that can be a starter on this team, that can get to his next contract, that he believes is a first-round value. And the truth of it is, none of these linebackers are first-round pick caliber players. That, that's not to say that they're not good. But linebacker is kind of the defensive equivalent of what running back is. You can get linebackers almost anywhere. You don't need to get someone in the first round. And the, 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 the fact is, most of these linebackers are going to go in that, that probably in that 40-plus spot. And that provides issues for the Bills because you're either overdrafting one at the end of the first round or you have to trade up most likely in the second round to get one of them. So will the can I guarantee the Bills are going to draft one of these three linebackers on Friday, on Thursday or Friday? I, I really don't know, Kevin. I don't think it's a lock that the Bills will have Drew Sanders, Jack Campbell, or Trenton Simpson on this team uh, at the end of this weekend. Yeah, I don't think it's an absolute lock either. And – I think it's going to be funny if someone like Ventrell Miller or Balen Spector come in and start. I mean, that's going to be the perfect solution to one that we thought it'd be needed a first or second round pick when realistically they start a sixth or seventh from this year or a sixth or, seven, or seventh round pick from last year or have plans for Rapp and Bernard. I just think it's going to be funny when they go there. I don't, I personally think Dodson's the worst option of it all. Um, but, but I, it's going to be funny when they take a day three linebacker this year or use one last year that starts in this position. And then everyone's uh, it's going to be pretty, Pretty shocking to see uh, how that goes for everyone. But all obviously feels better about the room than what the entire fan base. Does. I feel that way at tackle too, though. Because to be if fair. Brandon, yeah, two, there's two easy ways to know that Bean feels more comfortable about the linebacker and tackle room than everyone else. First of all, if he was really, 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 really concerned about replacing Tremaine Edmonds, he would have simply brought in somebody in free agency on a cheap 
or mid-tier contract. That way he wouldn't be cornered into a hole where he has to draft one of the three linebackers that are considered starting potential on day one of the draft. Right. He wouldn't ever pigeonhole himself into a hole like that. So that right there tells me he's not as sold on this linebacker crew or that he's not as down on his group of linebackers as what everybody else on the outside thinks. Number two, at offensive tackle, and we talked about this last week after the show, Spencer Brown has not had a great start to his career. But he there are circumstances that excuse him a little bit. He was playing hurt last year. He did not have a healthy training camp. And we had to remember, he was a third-round pick out of a small school with a tremendous athletic profile. Tommy Doyle, the same way, fifth-round pick. In the same draft out of Miami, Ohio, another small school with a tremendous RAS score as well. Do we really think the Bills, after drafting a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick, at tackle on small school prospects with extremely high athletic scores are just going to give up on their development after two years and just move on from it. The whole they're point, not they're not they're not the going to give up. The whole point of drafting small school guys that have high athletic profiles is that you know they're not going to be ready for the NFL right away, and that you're going to put time and development into them. And the Bills took two of those guys just two years ago in the same draft. And we're going to just assume that the Bills are ready to give up on both of them and just bring somebody in. If it's the right guy, like a Darnell Wright, or the right person falls to them at 27, okay, I'm down with it. But a lot of these other people that are saying draft a tackle for the sake of drafting a tackle, that makes no sense. And Brandon Bean has been high on Spencer Brown all offseason. And maybe it is just smoke from him. But there is a lot of people from that are close to the Bills, that cover the Bills, that believe that Brandon Bean is high on Spencer Brown and that it isn't all smoke and that he really does want him to be the starting tackle, right tackle of the Bills going into the future. Great. I think this draft is, is great. I think the Bills like Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison as much or more than anyone else. I think they're coming into this this um, all, all steams ahead. Um, and – Thanks for tuning in, Steve. And absolutely, if Tank Dell was the right scenario, um, we could have gone that way in the third round. But I think the draft fell a certain way that they had an option to come up and get uh, Zay Flowers with only a, a fifth and for two sixths. Like we traded back 50 selections like in the fifth round. So ultimately, it wasn't this monumental trade up um, that the Bills needed to make. Realistically, you're probably not getting two six back, guys. Like realistically, you're probably giving up. 120 uh you know 27 and 137 like you're not you're not going to get two picks back i don't believe right no I don't yeah and, and realistically if you're giving up a fifth rounder to move up three spots to make sure that you 100 percent secure the guy that you're targeting that's nothing in, in the grand scheme we saw the bills give up a fourth rounder last year to, to move up to get kair elam so we've already seen in the past if the bills have a guy in mind they're not afraid to make a small right move to get who they want. Now we're not talking about trading up from 27 to like 17. We're talking about 27 to 24. And I, I truly do believe that Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison, if they're on the board at that point, Bean is going to get a little anxious because we hear it every year. There's not that many 
truly first round caliber guys based on each team's rankings. And if the selection is between someone that you have as one of your final first round grades or waiting three picks to get someone with a solid second round grade at 27. Yeah. This is not a team with a million holes. I love this draft. Yeah. I like this draft. I thought we did really well. They didn't address linebacker. It didn't work in their cards, but they literally got a power slot. They have a new tackle to play around with, with Spencer Brown and have a real good depth there. Kobe Turner's a guy that could come in and be an immediate three tech. You got a backup center. If anything happens to Morris Payne Durham can come in and be your tight end too. Miller can be a developmental special teamer that you need to compete with at this linebacker room to add a further player there. And Trey Dean is just going to be a guy to knock like Cam Lewis off the roster. So realistically, I think that this is, um, this is a really good draft. Five year option, fifth year option on Zay Flowers is a huge thing. That trading back, sure you can do that. Pick up another pick. Hopefully Downs is there. Um, but then you know you lose that five years with a receiver is really big. Doesn't matter as much at other positions. Maybe maybe not. But at receiver, at the way that these these players are paid, that fifth year option is huge. Only if look at if Gabe had a fifth year option, it's huge for negotiations and it's huge to have him for uh, on beyond. The Bills now have you know Stephon Diggs sign realistically to the end of his career, if they want um, three or four years, he's going to play Zay flowers four or five years. Gabe Davis, does he see an extension and is he here three to four years? So ultimately um, you have your three receivers locked up three to five years total. And you don't really have to do a whole lot there at that position group. And that's with guys like Shakir and Hardy to back it all up. So to me, I think it's, it's a really good decision next year. If they can't figure out linebacker, guess what? Number one need is next year linebacker. Um, but I still think there's going to be cuts in August. I don't believe that this is this is done yet. You can still make a trade if you really need that stud guy to go out there and make one final piece. Uh, but to me, this is the way it fell. Had Flowers gone off the board, uh, we would have seen what we could what we needed to do. Maybe we trade for D Hop. Um, you know, maybe we wait for Downs, et cetera. But um, I appreciate everybody tuning in to our if one and only mock draft. We don't do a hundred of these. I did one with Greg obviously uh, on Friday, uh, but that was just the assistant GM of the Bills. This is the Going Deep Podcast official one and only mock. We'll get it up on on uh, t- Twitter. We'll get it up everywhere for you guys to comment on. If you wouldn't mind smashing the like button, regardless if you like Zay Flowers and Matt Bergeron or not, smash that like button. It helps us bring great content and continuing to do it. And I have to shout out, big show tomorrow, Cover One Buffalo. We have day one of the draft with the Air Raid Hour. Go check them out. Uh, Michael will be on there as well. Day two uh, with Ant. Uh, he'll be running his show as well. I'll be on there for that. We'll be doing the day two show Friday, uh, right at six o'clock. Right, Mike? Uh, yeah, free draft covered six o'clock, and that's going to be the fun show, Kev. We can talk about all we'll this. Yeah. Know where they went round one, and it'll be a lot easier to project how they will go forward after so the going deep podcast. Back. We'll be right back with you on Thursday at six. Right, Thursday at six um, is the official pre, or is it Thursday at seven? You, For you what? Know, the pre-draft, or the pre-day two show. The, Friday at Friday, isn't it? Friday at the Friday pre-draft show is at six. Friday, the pre-draft show is at six. So we'll be back at you. Excuse me, on Friday at six for the uh, day two pre-draft show. Uh, day day one going at you all 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 night. Producer AJ will be in the building on day two and day three as well. And then stick here for Thursday uh, for uh, Saturday for day three and to see. Do they have these extra picks that we have here? Are they just going to roll with their initial fourth, fifth, and sixth? We'll have to see. But we'll be talking about guys like Payne Durham and, uh, you know, others, Trey Dean and others on day three. We'll get deep into the draft on Saturday. But 
I'm going to give you guys back this time to go and reflect on all of your mocks. The time is finally near 48 hours away uh, from the NFL draft and uh, really going to be a great time and tune into all of the great cover one content. This mock, this show is sponsored by sons of Erie, www.instagram.com slash sons of Erie, huge bocce tournament in June. Come be a contributor. Come check us out. Come be in the past there. Check, check out with some Bills players. It's going to be a fun time in June. Uh, it's a really great event. Ticket information will be posted shortly. So from, from the Going Deep Podcast, Kevin, Mike, producer AJ, how are you guys feeling as we go into draft week? I feel excited, Kev. Can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be a busy week. Like you said, I'll be part of the Thursday coverage, 9 to 10 with Air Raid, Friday, 6 to 7, Saturday, 12 to 4. So can't wait to get it all underway. And uh, hopefully once we finally have some of these picks, Kev, there'll be less fighting in the chat rooms over what they should have done or what could have gone differently. And we can all just get behind these new members of the Buffalo Bills. AJ, give us your final player the Bills are going to look at. Like, what do you mean? I was going to say, I was going to say, I just can't wait to see what new tool Allen's got in his tool shed. That's that's what I think. That's what that's what I'll leave it at. There's going to be someone. Maybe we'll give you a little foreshadow of Zay Flowers, too. So from the Going Deep podcast, Kevin, Mike, producer AJ, we'll catch you guys shortly and enjoy draft week. There's no funner time in the NFL. So catch you guys soon. Josh Allen looking deep, going deep. To me, talking about the Bills, what else would you rather be doing? We're hoping to add a, a new dimension to the Cover One Network. Right now, I just want to talk about this championship level. I've never had a championship caliber team to talk about. I want to focus more on the storylines each week. What are the big stories going on with the Bills? What are uh, thoughts, commentary? How do these things impact Buffalo? Deep drop. Deep throw. And it is hauled in for the touchdown. Allen deep to the end zone and caught for a touchdown. Play action. When someone is hurt in a truck accident, the one question everyone has is why did this terrible collision happen? To answer that question takes an experienced team of lawyers and experts. Not everyone has this type of experience. At Colombo Law, we are truck injury lawyers. It's what we do every day. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. If you've been hurt by a truck, you can call Colombo Law 24-7 and we'll be there to make sure you're taken care of. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law.